Said pop, lock, stop and roll. It's the motherfucking time that you all know. It's the black Filipino above the track we know. If you like this, then donate a C note. Uh, on the POD to the C to the AST. Opinionated and highly concentrated, X rated, even better to listen to when you're faded. What's up, Chocolumpia Lessons Tribe? It is Chocolumpia of Chocolumpia Lessons. Hashtag T-C-L-L-T. And P.S. Yes, I know that that looks like the clit. Because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> you know, when I was thinking about hashtags for this, this tribe... And, and then tribe just kind of came into fruition because it just matched. I looked at a lot of different ideas for hashtags and it, the world of Instagram and social media, et cetera, is that you have to find where something hasn't been tapped out or create your own, right? And so I did a lot of research on that and hashtag TCLLT the Choco Olympia Lessons Tribe is what I decided to be the main hashtag. There's other hashtags like Choco Olympia Lessons, obviously, Choco Olympia Lessons Podcast, Choco Olympia Lessons Tribe, Choco Olympia, uh, Choco Olympianity. That's a funny one. Just, just, just to be, just to be an ass, you know. But I thought that the clit was funny, just because, like, the clit is. It's like we're, it's the epicenter, you know, like all of the nerves are there. It's a very important part of the female body. Not to say that there aren't other places, but I just thought it was funny and ironic. And yes, I understand that it looks like the clit. And that's why hashtag TCLLT is what this tribe is. And I hope you're on board because I feel like if you've listened you follow me, you've listened to the previous episodes, that you understand this, you know this, so you get it, you're here for that, and I appreciate you, and I welcome you. It's episode 76, and it's Thursday, per the schedule, or the schedule, as one of my ballet teachers would say. Schedule. Ah, she was so cool. She would say things like, on the diagonal, and I can't remember where she's from but obviously she's foreign right uh and she's like she was this tall I mean she still is she's still alive uh tall motherfucker but like beautiful graceful ballerina anyway schedule and diagonal were things that she would say and it would always make me laugh <sighs> Chalk Olympia here to tell you guys or to remind you that racism is not over and I feel like, and this is what happens all the time. And if you're new to this allyship sort of thing, this may seem like a new topic. 
or not even a new topic, but it'll it'll seem like something that's not real. But legit, like people will forget after crazy shit happens in the news and then go about their business and then totally forget about it again until something tragic happens again. And I just want to remind the listeners here that, and I, I feel like the people that are listening to this podcast are not the people that I need to tell this to, but maybe you have friends or family or followers or a platform where you can also share this information. Just because it's been a few weeks doesn't mean that racism is over. There's a lot, a lot of work that we still need to do, but I'm just going to leave it at that. The other day, we received some interesting news, which I am excited about, even though it wasn't, you know, my first choice, but it's like, at this point, anything that's different from what this is right now is great. (laughs) Aliens, fucking huge insects that want to overtake the world, like, I'm, I'm for all of it aside from what is currently happening and existing. But uh, Kamala Harris was named as the running mate for Biden. And that, to me, is just kind of a trip. I kind of thought maybe, but I I wasn't, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I'm like a political person. I understand politics and I pay attention to them and I'm very much involved, but I just, I usually don't speak on it. Because I think it's a personal thing. But what's important right now is this type of movement happening in the climate of what we are currently living in. (laughs) We need this kind of shit. So as much as, again, it was not my initial liking or what have you, and I know that's how a lot of people are going to feel, but it's like, what the fuck do you want? Do you want it to keep going the way it is? Or do you want something hopefully different to just change this up? And I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you're of the latter. So, you know, it was exciting news for me, I felt. And the more exciting thing is that there is a a mixed black female in that position and that's fucking cool to me because I I growing up listen I fucking hated U.S. history in school why because I knew that they weren't teaching us everything and also I was the only black person mixed black person in my my IB classes in my honors classes and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, I was the only person, I was the only mixed black person. But I'm saying that I was always singled out in the shit that I was in. I was always token, if you will. And that's such an annoying uh, term because that was like created for fucking Hollywood. But it ends up being a lot of people's truths because that's kind of how shit was. It's not so much that now because we're in 2020 hopefully shit's finally progressed a little bit at least but 
when I was in junior high and when I was in high school and I was in history classes, I was the only black kid in my class. And actually, I take that back. My, I think, 11th grade and 12th grade year, there was another black guy in my um, IB classes and my honors classes. And, uh, <laughs> and he was the football, he was on the football team and we ended up going to prom together. So suck a dick. Okay. Because that's how the fuck that worked out. Super cute, super sweet. Um, I think we still are connected on social media, but you know, <laughs> that was such a long time ago, but it's just weird to know one that at first I was the only mixed black person in my classes. And then to finally see someone else who was like of my tribe, basically, right? But in U.S. history, I knew that they weren't sharing all of what happened. And I think anyone who's any ethnicity in a U.S. history class is going to feel that. And then it's like it's like the rest of the class looks at you when it comes to that one chapter or paragraph where you're mentioned in history. It's fucking stupid. It's so dumb. But that's how the textbooks were set up and that's how the education system was set up and hopefully it's a little bit different now. I don't know. I don't have children and I uh, don't know what they're learning in junior high and high school now. Hopefully it's more about other people and not just America. But uh, I, I guess I could be biased because I'm, I'm ethnic. I'm, yes, born in America, American, but also have roots in other countries. So it's like not hearing you be represented in history I know I was referring to U.S. history before, but I'm talking about all of the history classes that I've taken. And then the one fucking paragraph about your culture comes up and everyone kind of looks at you like, sorry about slavery, you know, and you're just like, oh, my God. And then you're like the rep for all black people and slavery, even though you really don't know that much about it yourself because everyone's so wounded from the history. They don't want to talk about it. And then. It just keeps getting shared in a weird telephone game of not really being the truth and being watered down. So, yeah. History in school was annoying to me. But I feel like we made a little, a little bit of history on Tuesday, and that's a hopeful thing. Who knows what will happen in November. I just I hope that all of you go out and, and vote I hope that all of you are registered, first of all. Secondly, that you all go out and vote. If there's anything that I want to use my platform for, and I say platform with quotes because it's like, I'm not a celebrity, you know? I'm not a fucking, I'm no one's like, I'm not trying to be a, what's the fucking word I'm trying to think of? I can only think of mentor right now. But, you know, I, I'm not saying that the way that I do things is perfect. I'm not saying it's the way that everyone should do them. I just 
am so big on being my true self that that's my focus. And if that inspires people, I'm grateful. Grateful? <laughs> I'm grateful. Oh, I'm grateful. I just hope that people get how important, how important voting is. Period, and especially for this election. But let's move away from the politics because uh, that's not my focus. I just, I like to make sure that I include some current events so that we're like topical in a, in a sense, if you will. I think that's important, important to talk about. There is a child screaming outside, so I'm turning on my air conditioner, which kind of creates like a white noise sound in the background. Sorry if that bothers you, but I feel like it's a little bit better than screaming children. I don't know. I don't know your life. For me, it's better than screaming children. <sighs> what a week of events, huh? Let me play this song for you. If you haven't heard the song, I'm just going to play a couple of uh, bars, a couple of bars of it. What am I, fucking Ryan Seacrest? I'm going to play a couple of bars of it because it's epic. I said certified free, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a kegel, balance the Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. Pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Oh my god, gonna fuck you in the mouth with my wet ass pussy that's my favorite part of the song because it's aggressive and you know what i think it's time these motherfuckers heard how aggressive women can be we've had so many if you don't know who that was <laughs> come on that was cardi b with megan the stallion some thick ass biatches and uh i love cardi b she's so fucking real and you know she's uh from the Bronx, and that's where, uh, I'm not from the Bronx, but when I visit the Bronx, that's where I stay, because, you know, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still Chocolympia from the block. Uh, that song is called WAP, W-A-P, hashtag W-A-P. Uh, if you didn't catch what that stands for, it stands for wet ass pussy. And if that makes you feel funny, then I'm going to need you to chill the fuck out and relax. <laughs> I'm going to need you to pull the stick out of your ass and calm the fuck down. Okay? Okay. Uh, hey, you know, the patriarchy is a motherfucker. <laughs> Let's just start there. <laughs> and I don't know... Well, I do know, but I guess what I don't understand is how in 2020 it's still this like controversial, hard to 
understand, hard to grasp, um, feels threatening and challenging and in your face type of thing where women enjoy their bodies and they enjoy being sexual and they enjoy sex and they can be aggressive like dudes like I don't know I mean maybe that's the butch side of me (laughs) for those of you who have listened to the previous podcast you know what I'm talking about or if you follow me on Instagram P.S. I'm gonna rub that one out I'm gonna rub that one out I don't know. I'm going to drive that one into the ground. I think that's what I meant. Is that a phrase? I'm going to drive that into the ground. I'm going to run it into the ground. I'm going to drive it into the ground. It's definitely I'm not going to rub it out. I'll rub it out too. I don't give a fuck. But I'm going to drive that one into the fucking ground being butch as fuck. Uh, Because (laughs) I don't know why people think that that's a fucking insult. Anyway, whatever. So, yeah. Women can be aggressive too, dude, and I fucking love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Own it. Own it. Own it. And there are people who are like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to fuck you in the face with my wet-ass pussy, bitch. What? Bitch, what? <laughs> I lost a few of you on that one. That's okay. I'm fine with it. You know? It's episode 76. We've come this far together. P.S. If this is the first one you're listening to, whoever turned you on to this warned you incorrectly. You should start at one. I did a podcast two weeks ago. I was on a business podcast, and I am excited for that one to come out. It's a little bit different of an audience from this podcast. (laughs) And that's fine, you know? Everybody's podcasts and Instagrams and businesses are all for different crowds. That's why I call this a tribe, because it's a very specific niche. It's a very specific population group that listen to this, this nonsense. And I was referring to how I have a podcast, too. And he was like, oh, cool. Let me, um, I'm going to listen to it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, sure, you can. You know, whatever. But uh, he's like, should I start at at episode 74? And I'm like, "Mm, probably not. (laughs) Probably don't start at that one. Uh, And then he was like. He was like, oh, shit. And he read the title for episode 69, which, by the way, I didn't. And he pointed this out. I had no idea that I actually recorded episode 69 on 6-9-2020. How fucking crazy is that? I did not do that intentionally, you guys. I was actually trying to record sooner, but just shit was happening everywhere and so I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna I'm gonna record I I don't feel prepared but we're gonna do 69 now (laughs) we're gonna do 69 now so just get ready and it happened to be on 69 2020 how dope is that I kind of fucking love that and we'll get into woo woo in a second but I didn't know that that I had done that 
and he pointed that out. And then I went, mm, maybe don't start with episode 69 either. <laughs> maybe start at one. Because at one, I was still obnoxious. It's been obnoxious since the beginning, you guys. But uh, it was a little bit more... I don't know. Maybe it really wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think I, my mouth has always been foul. Um, maybe I didn't talk so bluntly about WAPs, but, you know, I am what I am. So what are you going to do? But, uh, yeah, if you're list- if this is your first one, welcome to the Chocolate and Bee Lessons tribe. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in today. I watched, I watched a few things, but before we go into that, I want to talk about some woo-woo shit for a second, uh, just because it is what we talk about sometimes here, and I feel like it's important. It's important. So last episode I was talking about aliens and insects, right? And then I got this visit from what's referred to as a jumping spider and they're like lime green, which is gorgeous, but they fucking jump. So they don't even make a web. They just pounce on their prey like assholes, like fucking cats, okay? And I went on this like plant binge over the week the last week and the weekend and I I bought a couple of new plants and I bought this really big fucking plant for inside because I just I just want more plants I just want all of the plants and I'm growing herbs and shit and I'm I'm trying to get these avocado seeds to start rooting so that I can have an avocado tree eventually I don't know I'm just I'm crazy fucking plants for life. They make me happy, you know? And I feel like in this current time when shit's hitting the fan, it's important it's important to find things that make you happy. Again, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, right? So I'm fucking with this plant outside on my patio and I'm like watering all the guys and making sure that they're happy and You know, they look good and all that. And then I see this thing freaking out. I don't know if it was in the plant that I had just bought, which was in my car. So that creeps me out a little bit because then it would have been in there with me. But I haven't ever seen him before. I've actually never seen a spider like this before. It starts with an L. I'm forgetting the name right now. It doesn't matter because I already researched it. (laughs) I'm just telling you guys that this thing exists and it's been kind of like traumatizing me. Because it's so beautiful, I don't want to kill it, you know? Like, I, I've been on this thing where I haven't been killing, I haven't been killing insects because I, I feel bad. Like, what, why, why does, why is my life more important, more important than an insect's life, a bug's life? <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, I've just been thinking about that recently a lot. I don't know why. Just shit to ponder, you know? And as you get older, you start thinking about shit like that more. And (laughs) this thing was jumping around like crazy. And I go, look, just fucking land, bro. Just calm the fuck down and land. I'm not going to kill you. So then he landed. 
but then he landed right by my doorbell, which is right by my door, obviously. And I was like, okay, are you going to jump at me? Because then I'll fuck you up. (laughs) But if we can be cool, you can stay as long as you want. I don't care. Just don't try to fucking eat me, bite me. Don't kill my fucking plants, you know? Oh, fuck. I'm dropping shit. Are you guys still there? Are you still there? Yes, you're still there. Okay. Sorry, that's so unprofessional, you guys. I know that's why you listen to this podcast is for professionalism. (laughs) But whatever. So what are they talking about? Oh, yeah, we made a deal. Me and this green jumping bug. And he's lucky. Green is my favorite color. But so he stayed there and I had to make like five trips and I was freaked out that he was going to jump out and try to like attack me each time. And he didn't. He just stayed there. And I know I'm, I'm assuming his gender. It might be a female. I don't know. I, I can't ask the spider what gender he prefers me to use as his pronoun. So I'm referring to him as a boy because he seems like he might be a boy, but he might be a girl because he's kind of big. And in my research, I found that the females are bigger than the males. I don't know. I don't really want to get that close with this insect. But for some reason, he likes to hang out with me. And that's where we are to this day. The other day, uh, (laughs) I opened the door and he moved from my doorbell to the inside of my screen to onto the door rim. And so I panicked and I shut the door really fast, which to my neighbors probably made me look like an agoraphobic psychopath, but I don't really care because I just didn't want this thing to jump into my house. So I stayed in for the weekend because I didn't want to deal with this spider. For some reason in my head, he, he seemed a lot bigger than what he actually was. So I had dreams. It was crazy, crazy dreams about this spider. And then like crazy big bugs like attacking me and crazy shit. And I've Googled it and I've seen, you know, I've read like what the dream meanings are and he, 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 all that. But the weird thing, one of the weird things was that in this dream, um, there was an air balloon, like a helium balloon that had deflated and it had this particular person's name on it. Someone that I've, I don't know if I've even actually met her in person, but we know of each other and um, we've actually like kind of worked together in a way, but not in person, if that even makes sense. So I haven't heard from her in forever. I wake up the next day, I check my notifications for Instagram, and there's a notification that she started following me two hours ago which was before I had woken up, which was while I was dreaming. That's weird, you guys. I don't care what you think about woo-woo shit. That's fucking weird. And I was like, huh, okay. Because there's no other reason that we've ever really, like I don't have this person's phone number. I don't have her email. We've never met. We live in the same area, but we don't like, know each other we just know each other through our industry so it was just a trip and so I felt very connected to the woo woo that day and I actually ended up 
meeting someone through Instagram who has a business and she was doing this thing where she was providing readings if you purchased a, a, like a, a set and a set included, um, I'm going to tell you about the products because I'm going to shout her out really quick. Uh, her products are, oh dude, I just fucking realized this too. That's crazy. Okay. So she, her name is, um, Mara Francesca, and she's Pinai. Hey, Pinai. And uh, she's gorgeous and super sweet. And I can't remember when I started following her, but um, I just really appreciated her posts. So you should check her Instagram handle is at Mara, M-A-R-A, Francesca, F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-A. F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-A, yeah. And her business is Kathy Betty Dottie. And it sounds just like it is. Kathy, like regular ass Kathy, not like with a K. <laughs> I'll get to that, why I'm laughing at that in a second. Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y-B-E-T-T-Y-D-O-T-T-Y. Kathy Betty Dottie. And she makes CBD products. And I love CBD because it helps my muscles. And my muscles are always sore because I'm always kicking and stretching and dancing. And what I just noticed looking at this roll-on with the homies, it's a CBD rub. Like it's a roll. You roll it on your muscles and it smells amazing because it has lavender in it. Oh, my God. I think I need glasses, you guys. I'm trying to see. It says, oh, it says, what is that? Eucalyptus, peppermint, Lavender. This is really small font, though. I don't think I need glasses. I think that this is just really small. Orange, tea tree, lemongrass. It's all natural and cruelty-free. It's a CBD roll-on. And I just saw that it says 222 MG of CBD. So that's just a trip to me because lately 222 has been a, a theme. And if you're not into all that stuff, then none of that's going to make any sense. But if you are, then you appreciate, appreciate what I'm talking about. And then um, there was a dabomb.com. It's a lavender menthol relief balm. And I think that's 222 milligrams too. I can't tell what that says. I think that says 222. But yeah, cruelty-free, natural CBD rubs, dancers, fitness people, yoga people, you should try it. It's amazing. And it smells really great. But the great thing is that she provided a reading with it. And I've, I've done, I've had readings done. If you guys have listened to this podcast, you know, I've talked about it before. Uh, I feel like I have very clairvoyant dreams. There's a lot of stuff that just woo-woo-wise I feel connected to. And uh, yeah, but I've literally never had a conversation with this person and we not really exchanged too many DMs, just a few. And <laughs> the handwritten reading that she sent me was so spot on that it made me cry because it there's there's no way even through listening to my 
podcast, through reading my captions on Instagram, through looking at my websites. There's no way she would have known the stuff that she brought up. And that's what I judge readings based on. If someone can give me information that I know I've never shared and they are accurate, then I trust that they are gifted in that sense. And she was crazy spot on. And it was just, it was a really beautiful thing, handwritten. She, she did one on paper and then she sent me like a special note on a, on a note pad with more info. And it just was a trip. So uh, I recommend you, if you're into that, maybe checking her out and seeing if she's still doing the readings with the product sets that she sends out. Um, yeah, it just it kind of blew my mind. And so with the whole woo-woo-ness of it, like with the dreams and then the person on IG following me after my dream and then getting that reading, it was just like a lot of stuff that kind of circled together and and just reminded me that I, I like I do feel like we have these either spirit guides or people who we've known in the past who hang out I don't like to say ghosts because I feel like that's such a Ooh, I'm in a white sheet and I'm following you you know like I think that's so weird to picture it that way. But I feel like there are entities that are around us. And uh, I think it's it's also nice to know that people who maybe have left the physical realm of the world are helping you out or trying to help you with the shit that you're doing in your life. And... Again, whether that means you believe in the universe or you believe in Jesus or you believe in Allah or Buddha, Krishna, whoever you believe in, it's nice to believe or feel that you're not alone in what you're trying to do. There's a lot of events that happen in each individual person's lives that feel and can be isolating. Death is one of them. Loss, grief. Uh, you know, there's so many, there's so many things. And a lot of times your friends, your family aren't trained to be able to help you through those things. And that's understandable. It's hard when you're going through it because you're like trying to figure out how to navigate but that's again why I, I speak so highly of therapy and if you're one to want to go to church then have that be your outlet or what helps you if meditation helps great if yoga helps great if dancing helps great if journaling helps great if painting helps great if writing a song helps great if podcasting helps great whatever fucking helps you to get through what you're get what you're going through and then to be a better person right because that's the whole thing of it we're here to help each other out and become better people 
And if you're not doing either of those things, I don't really get your existence. Pero, you know, we'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to go into depth, into depth about that, but I don't know. It's like from moment to moment, I'm like, yes, people are getting it. There is humanity and people still care. And then another moment and I'm like, ah, fuck human beings, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, God damn it. Why can't we just figure it the fuck out? And then the next moment I'm like, oh, but see, that's a cool story. Yeah, I believe in in good hearted, good hearted people. Why did I say like that? Good hearted people. I believe in good hearted people. Speaking of country accents, I fell down the weirdest rabbit hole today, and uh, if you guys have followed me on Instagram, you know that I had this issue with my cable box. I feel like it was around Christmas, Christmas, New Year's, so it's been a while, and I'm honestly contemplating canceling cable still because it, I, it's just a shit show, and there's other shit that I should be doing anyway, but... And it's way too much for what it is. Bullshit. But my cable box doesn't tell me what's on. Like it will in my bedroom, but in my living room, which is the bigger TV, so it's where I watch TV most. I try not to watch TV in the bedroom. I only do other things in the bedroom. Uh, But in the living room, the guide doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't say what the show is or how long it's going to be on or whatever, right? So I'm always like, guess, <laughs> guessing game, <laughs> which is so dumb. Oh, so I turn on the TV today. I was doing all this stuff and then I was like, you know what? Let me see what's on just to see. And uh, <laughs> it took me a while for them to even say what the show was. So for the longest time, I had no idea what the fuck I was watching. But it was these country bumpkins. Okay, well, bumpkin is a strong word. Let's not say that. Uh, Okay. Southern lads and lassies who are privileged as fuck. Like, storylines that I can't relate to at all, but... It was really entertaining. And I was mad at myself for loving the just bullshit of it all. But also, I was like, this is really great mindless television and funny because I'm judging, you know? So there's characters. And let's see if you can guess. I, I doubt, I doubt if you listen to this podcast that you would be familiar with the show or watch it. But I mean, again, I had no idea what the show was until today. And uh, I I watched, I think, like five episodes straight because I don't know if they have like a finale going on next week or some shit. But I'll never know. I'll never know. I'll never never find out. But it was interesting for today. So you have Cameron, which is not like Cameron. It's C-A-M-A. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. I spelled it wrong. C-A-M-E-R-A-N, Cameron, not Cameron, Cameron. And then there's Austin, of course, because there's always a Southern Austin. And then there's Landon, but Landon is a girl, which is cool, but also it's Landon, you know? 
And then there's this one chick. I don't know what her name is. Um, she looks, <laughs> she looks like a platypus. <laughs> That's so mean. But if you know the show, you'll totally be like, oh, yeah, I know. She's super cute. But she's just, she has, the, like, the flattest nose of all of them. And I can say that because I have, I have a flat-ish nose that is round because it's Chocolumbia nose, you know? What are you going to do? Um, she looks like, oh, I can't remember the name of the character now. But if you are old enough to know The Land Before Time... She looks like the rhinoceros. I think she was a rhinoceros. Sarah! Sarah the rhinoceros! That's, she reminds me of Sarah. She's super cute, but she's just like annoying as fuck, right? Like Sarah was the annoying dinosaur in the land before time. So um, rewind. Landon looks like the mom of the other family in We're the Millers. If you, I don't know why that's like one of my favorite movies. That movie makes me laugh so hard. But she looks like the mom, but she's like the hot version of the mom, but also crazy. Like they're all crazy. All these characters are crazy. Um, and then there's Shep, which I don't know if that's short for Shepherd or if they just call him Shep, but that's his name. And then there's Craig. I think Craig is going out with the uh, platypus. And uh, the group age is like 55 to 21. I don't understand the friendship circle at all. I don't understand how they're all connected. It must be a Southern thing. Uh, it just, I don't understand. But, but you guys know, it's weird. I have this like affinity to Southern living and like decor like I've talked many times about wanting to just be able to sit on my patio or my porch with moonshine looking out into the grassy knolls and having fireflies fly around and it being warm but cool outside like that's that sounds amazing to me southern minus the racism you know I'm all about it. Like Southern Gothic. We've talked about this. Southern Gothic decor. So good. Minus the racism. And I think that's something too that people need to understand if you're not black and you listen to this podcast is like I have to be aware of where I go, when I go. And if I were to like people will ask me, well, if you could time travel, where would you go back to? And I'm like, well, it depends what year. Was there slavery or is this post or, you know, like you got to like tell me, am I going back as myself or like how is that working? And then you guys can just be like, oh, well, I can just go to whenever, whatever fucking time I want because <laughs> privilege, you know, <laughs> which is exactly what watching this show was like. It's just like an eye into what privilege is. Like, these are problems. They're having problems that I'm like, what the fuck problem is that? What does that even mean? But it's so funny. And for the longest time, I had no idea what I was watching. Um, it's, it's dramatic. It's like Bachelor, which I don't watch because it's annoying. And I don't like drama shows. But when it's drama and funny, that shit makes me laugh. So it's called Southern Charm. And I feel like this is an old show. But I've never watched it because, one, can't relate, <laughs> and two, 
high dramatics, and I'm not really into that. But this shit was just so funny, and it was like group of friends. They're all like kind of into each other, and then these two start dating, and then this one's mad about that, and then he's flirting with that one, and then this one has a kid with this one, but then this one's dating this one. Now everybody's like feeling weird because oh no, you guys used to be a couple and now you're a couple and now dude, that's why I don't fuck with a lot of people. That's too much. That's too there and why is your group age range 55 to 21? That doesn't make any fucking sense either. This chick's got a baby. She's got two babies with this guy who looks like he's 55 and not even cute and she's super cute but is tripping over this old guy like, uh-uh. I don't get it. So if you're not familiar with southern charm i just broke it down for you and if you're really interested in watching it it's on bravo (laughs) which is bravo is like the drama epicenter right but it it made me laugh for hours today and am i proud of that not really but you know that's what today was that's what i did and uh my brain after having to deal with the drama of Zoom meetings and back-to-school bullshit, it made me happy. I also discovered a group called... Oh, shit, what are they called? Um, it's a Korean pop group. The song is called Jopping. And I, I, I don't know if I can play it. I, maybe I'll play that next time. But... Uh, Super M, I think that's the name of the group. <laughs> so cute, by the way. So fucking cute. Like, can I move? Can I move to Korea and like be a choreographer for K-pop? I feel like I've talked about this. You guys, let's make it happen. You know, I know 2020 is like not really the year to like. I don't know. I don't know if stuff is. Who knows? You know. I had to make a lot of decisions this past week which were for the good and necessary and forward movement. (laughs) But I'm thinking about like the planning and the vision boarding of last year and then, you know, the rest of 2020 and I don't know. But all I can do is, all we can do is try to stay positive. Not like fake positive, not like, overly positive to where you're just like not believable but you do have to stay positive and find some kind of inspiration even if it's just fucking something funny a meme account on Instagram that you follow or whatever just to get through and try to make it Hopefully end on a good note, you know, 2020, dude. What a year. What a year. So crazy. So, yeah, uh, privilege, you know, couldn't relate to that at all. Um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot more that I could say about that, but doesn't even really matter. Doesn't even really matter. Uh, Oh, so talking about some major choices, I want to talk about boss moves for a second. So like I said, 
Oh, and the K-pop, I was just bringing that up because I had just heard their song and I thought that they were super cute because they were doing hardcore choreography and dancing. Like when Britney Spears just came out and she was, you know, still had it all going on. Um, it was like that. And they're so adorable. And yeah, I want to go to Korea and just choreograph for K-pop groups and, and, and be a baller and just be out there. Because depending on what happens in November, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay, so boss moves. One of my favorite colleagues announced that she was retiring at our meeting on Tuesday, and it made me really sad because she's one of my favorite colleagues. I love her brain. I think she's really smart and creative. And she was going to retire next year, and she decided to do it this year because her classes got canceled due to low enrollment, which is what we've been dealing with for a long time in the colleges, but also now because of COVID and how online classes are challenging for people, especially when it comes to things that involve movement and really just really wanting to be in a lab with your cohorts, right? And I just thought it was so boss of her to be like, you know what? And I, 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 I get it. I totally understand it. And I, I have had to do similar things. She was just like, you know, I was going to retire next semester, but I'm doing it this semester because it just makes more sense to just bounce now so thank you guys I'm not going to stay for the rest of this meeting but I just wanted to let you guys all know that and um, hopefully I'll see you in, in you know the future semesters maybe doing some choreography and I was like that's right boss that shit up bitch that's the way to do it and if there's anything that I that I've shared on this podcast or that you've learned from me on Instagram or just even knowing me, it's, it, I hope that it's these things. One, do what the fuck you want because life is too short, period. You can't worry about what someone's going to think about you. You can't worry about like if this person likes that decision or Everyone needs to be aware of how their lives make them feel and how happy they are about what they're doing and choosing to do in their lives. I told you, was it two years ago? I told you two years ago, after my dog died, I really paid attention to the things that I wanted to do and the things that I didn't want to do. If I don't want to do it, I don't want to fucking do it. I'm not going to do it. If I don't, if I don't want to go to that event, I'm not going to go. It's not that I don't love you. I just, for the time that I have that I want to spend doing something, I don't want to spend it with people that I'm not sure of. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who's questionable or that I don't trust. I don't want to do a job that I hate. You know what I mean? I don't want to do shit that I'm not 100% fucking excited about. And I feel like if more people did that, we'd be a happier place. 
it'd be like Disneyland. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I feel like people would be a lot happier. So that's one. That's main. Well, I guess that is everything. I think that encompasses everything. Because not giving a fuck is tied up into that. Not doing stuff you don't want to do, whether it's going to an event or working a job, fits into all of that. Um, of, again, with the caveat being, as long as you're not hurting yourself or someone else, obviously, always, that's what I will say. And I feel like that's the main point. Speaking your truth I feel like that fits in that too. So, I don't know. I just, I, and we don't know if we have 90 years here or if we have 24, you know? And it can be stressful feeling like you have to live like you only have 24 years. But you also don't want to get so comfortable assuming that you might have 90. I guess that's my point. That, I don't know if that really helps anyone. We're all aware of that, right? But <laughs> find the median, I guess. I just think we have to... We have to have some kind of fire lit underneath our ass with the passion of what we want to get done. Because if we don't and there's regret, that sucks and that's not a fun feeling. At the same time, being able to relax and chill out, those are really important important aspects too so another boss moment that i experienced was watching a scary movie with my friend we watched marianne i think that's i think that's what it was and uh <laughs> if you haven't watched marianne it was good it was just there was a lot but it's on netflix and Basically, we'll just say it's a Ouija board and evil spirits and nuns are involved, right? So if that's not really your bag, then you might not want to watch it. But um, it's in the horror film scary genre, so we watched it. And there was one nun who had white eyes. They were like white iridescent blue and she was blind and I just kept thinking how boss it was that she just fucking had her eyes just exposed you know some people wear like um, patches or something or some kind of glasses and <laughs> I just think it's so boss to just be like what bitch what I'm fucking blind. This is what my eyeballs look like. I can't see you, but my other senses are heightened. So don't fuck with me because I will still fuck you up. You know, like she was a badass bitch. Like she was a, she was the nun that smoked in the basement. <laughs> like I was going to say in the dark, but you know, 
I mean, I knew she, she probably knew she was in the dark, but anyways. So yeah, boss moves is owning your shit and just really doing what the fuck you want. Again, with the caveat being as long as you don't hurt yourself or someone else. But who are you trying to make happy in this life? Are you trying to make yourself happy? Are you trying to make your mom happy? You're trying to make your dad happy? You're trying to make your boyfriend happy, girlfriend, husband, wife, like best friends? I've seen and been in situations where all of that can fold on you. And when you find out that people who have those important titles don't necessarily have your back or don't care as much as they should, in quotes, like, because what does that even fucking mean? But, I mean, hopefully, like, if you're creating life, you know, you care about your children. And if you're getting into a marriage, you care about your spouse. That kind of shit, right? But I've seen it where the people who have had those important titles don't care as much as they should, in quotes. And so if you don't honor yourself, you're just putting yourself at a disservice. You're, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to achieve everything that you want to do. And you're constantly performing in a fake way for someone else who really could potentially not even give a full fuck. And that is what I want to share with you today is putting yourself first and not in a selfish way. I've talked about it before on this podcast. I will talk about it until I record my last podcast. It's really important to put yourself first because that's what you have. At the end of the day, you are with yourself all the time. You live in your body that you need to keep healthy and take care of and keep strong and keep mentally sharp and keep happy. And then through that, you're able to have these other healthy connections. Your family, your friends, your relationships, your work, your career, all of those things. But if the first source is not fulfilled and happy, that shits on everything else. So just pay attention to that. And I know people want to be like, well, I don't want to be selfish. It's not selfish if you're taking care of yourself. What, when did that become a thing? What, why? I mean, that's kind of like gone are the days of when women didn't talk about their WAP, you know? We're in 2020 now. Like, fucking handle it. I got my middle fingers up and my figurative dick out, and I'm talking about my WAP. Figure it out. Like, take care of you first. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is necessary and needs to happen number one. And then everything else gets tied into that. So just own your boss ass moves, man. Boss bitch moves, boss dude moves, whatever. I'm talking to everybody. And also, um, 
go register and be an OnlyFan. <laughs> dot com forward slash Chocolumpia in case you didn't know what my link was. And um, yeah, because I'm trying to make boss ass moves, bitches, bitches, I'm trying to make some boss ass moves too. And I hope you join me in making some boss ass motherfucking moves. Okay, okay. I mean, not that you have to create an OnlyFans. I'm just saying, like, if there's something that you've wanted to pursue or a business you wanted to start or fucking shit you wanted to do, do it. Why not do it? Do it now. If someone's going to talk shit about, fucking suck my dick, dude. Or chick, whatever. Like, do what the fuck you want to do. I used to have people from high school make fun of me because when I started my Instagram in 2012... They were like, why do you post all the time? And I'm like, bitch, look at my numbers now, ho. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.